0: Go button.
1: There we are. And we're live. Welcome back to the party. Anybody who's been following along at home. uh, This is the Talking Average Fitness podcast. My name is Sam Burns, and I'm joined remotely, but not remotely because you're now in the same state as I am, at least
0: immediately. Um, I am now. Yes, I am now in the same state as you are
1: at this moment in time. My good friend and compatriot, Mr. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin, how are you today,
0: sir? I'm doing well, Sam. How are you doing? i'm
1: doing wonderful is that um, also
0: caffeine it is also you got, you got caffeine. like double fisting types of. so you got like coffee mug energy drink
1: more traditional caffeine yeah. um and then the dude derek from more Place, more caffeine. dates he makes a uh yeah he makes an energy drink <clears throat> that's it's got caffeine but it's got a bunch of other things as well and it's a lot of Oh, stuff you were that, telling me about
0: it i remember yeah, that. yeah
1: yeah it's a lot of stuff that i think when it's got like,
0: like Mushroom powder and fairy dust, and this one makes you think harder. Yeah, and this one makes you see farther. And yeah, yeah, the superhuman potion.
1: Yeah, superhuman potion. Yeah. <clears throat> and it comes in, it comes in, in fancy, Pretty much. Uh, yeah, fancy focus drug. It's great. Um, so we, we got stumped, not like stumped, but we got pinged. Um, <clears throat> so I had a, I had a, mm. a, I had a like a, a colleague of mine who, her name's is Fran McKay. She is an Irish woman living in the Netherlands, <clears throat> and she does high-level coaching development for CrossFit coaches and very, mm. very smart woman. And I've had a, a lot of like back and forth. I love the internet. I get to like do go back and forth with a bunch of different people about a bunch of different topics. And she was yeah. listening to the episode where we were talking about, um, does CrossFit have to get rid of the CrossFit games? Like should CrossFit as an organization be involved at the CrossFit games. Right. Right. And, and it, it, and the, and the contention at the time was like, well, CrossFit is a brand and the problem with a brand, it's like if Nike hosted their own basketball championship, like, you know, there's probably a conflict of interest in some way there. Um, and so for crossfit as a sport and to be clear we're not talking about the methodology here but for crossfit right. as a sport to get to i think where everybody wants it to go which is you know a really high level worldwide like a type global, of global yeah yeah which supposedly if you're reading some of the things that they're saying about moving the games to fort worth this is the first step mm-hmm. in making the games
0: a mobile operation well, so that's what I was thinking was because in my head, I was before they had announced that it was moved to Texas. I was talking with a handful mm-hmm. of members about the games. This was like a couple weeks ago. And then as soon as it starts coming out, I was like, wait a minute. Dave's got my phone bugged. CrossFit listens to our podcast. For real. Um, <laughs> because we we're like we've just kind of like tossed just kind of like almost like soft launch like, hey. This might be a smart thing to do. Yeah. Hey, maybe they should consider this. And all this stuff comes out, and we're like, son of a bitch. Like, yep. <laughs> people, because people are listening, right? Um but I don't know who they are, but some of them are. I think what I don't know. It's like yeah, some of them, someone is. Yeah. Um and uh you know who it is? It's Nicole Constantine. <laughs> Probably <laughs> she listens, she works for CrossFit. That's the, there. The, there's the there's the link right there. Yeah. Um, but I had said to someone Hilarious. at the gym when they were talking about, you know, cross fit into the sport and the games and whatever else they are like what do you think you know was, um because they'd seen something like that was going to be the last year at madison I'm like what do you think's gonna happen i was like well like in the immediate future like mm-hmm. they might pick another city in the united states and just kind of like hang there for a couple like two three years yep. but i think what they need to do or what eventually will happen is they'll start to like each year it gets it's like the olympics where it gets hosted at a different city and I was like, I don't think you'll be able to keep the CrossFit games in the States. Like, I think it's going to have to travel to other countries, like, from year oh, yeah. to year to year. And it'll just oh, be, yeah. like, on a one-year contract, cool. Next year, you know, Fort Worth hosts the games. And the following year, Madrid hosts the games. And the following year, Sydney, Australia hosts the games. You know, yeah. um, it. I think it it will start to move. I think that's the next evolution in that mm-hmm. as a sport is – as you had just mentioned making it a mobile experience in a mobile event mm-hmm. and then when they this may be a controversial take but i'll say it um the uh the dates that they posted was the games are from august 11th sorry the 8th to the 11th which is four yep. days yeah and immediately in my head i was like there there's no physical possible logistical way yeah. to run all of their 72 divisions in four days, it's not possible. It can't, it like, unless they have access to like literally every single building and football stadium in the entire city, which I don't think is the case because yeah, you know. But so I'm sitting there thinking like I'm now just waiting for the good. But I mean, we had talked about this how many weeks ago on the podcast. where like yep. maybe as it's a the same podcast. Move, the, the yeah the the masters and teens and adaptive divisions need to be removed from the CrossFit games. Yeah. But I think what will happen is if that happens, which I'm just waiting for an announcement now that we've said that it twice. Right. Um, Say it three times. And once like put that a happens, in. I the, the masters, adaptives and teens will get removed from the games there. See, now they it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think what we'll, now they have to do it. Yeah. I think what will happen is if that happens, People will be upset, and I fully understand why. Absolutely. I get it. Yes. However, I think that another company, another governing body, will then put something like I mean, uh, CrossFit Mayhem has their Legends competition, which is a masters only event, and like it's not you know it's it's known because Mayhem, but it's not like you know like this big grander thing. It's but I think it could be, you know, especially since Rich isn't competing anymore. Like having that dude program the Masters games and then Mayhem puts it on, and then loud and live with Wadapalooza, like Wadapalooza becomes the adaptive games, or something similar to that becomes like the adaptive CrossFit games. And I'm sure there are some deals and licensure and whatever that, like, kind of in the weeds that would need to happen there, but I think that that will lower the financial burden on CrossFit for all those different divisions and the logistics and it just like, Hey, this is just a four deal. This is the elite competition, like the world championships because the Olympics and the Paralympics exist separately. They're like both equally like incredibly impressive to watch, but they don't happen concurrently. They're two separate events. And so I think that same idea is what will happen with the games is the CrossFit games, especially now that it's just scheduled for the four days will be just the elite individuals and teams. And then some other governing bodies will pick up the adaptive division the masters or age group divisions and put those on and i mean we've seen it before during the two years of what the fuck that happened at the crossing competitive season from 2019 to 21 where we're like no one knows what's happening if the need arises the community will step up to the plate you know if it's like well the masters are gone at the games what do we do now rich and the mayhem team be like we got you guys let's fucking roll um, so I think that's, that'll be where it goes. I'm just waiting for announcements now. It's,
1: uh, it, there's so much in my head and I don't, I don't want to lose the, lose the plot. Cause I, I swear we're like, this is the most on track we've been on a podcast <laughs> in recent memory. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to lose the plot it, yes. here. This, this, so, this is
0: the most, uh, this is the most on track beginning we've ever had.
1: It is. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to write a couple notes down on my little mini whiteboard here. So these are the things that I don't want to forget are things that could come out of having to like scale, right? So part of the thing, CrossFit gets away with a lot because they own the rights to the word CrossFit. The event they run is the CrossFit games. They get away with a lot. For example, they have an intimate partnership with Rogue and If you believe Greg Glassman, there's no paperwork that exists anywhere. It's just, it's all done on a handshake and a, and a good word. So like CrossFit says rogue, this is what we need this year. And rogue says, we got your back. And in, and in partnership, like rogue is made, like everybody knows that like rogue is the shit. Well, yeah, part of the reason they get away with that is that like Katie and Bill Henniger are here in America and Rogue is here in America and the games is here in America. And if you just let's say we're going to move across the pond, we're going to go to Madrid. I love the idea of Madrid, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if we go to Madrid, all of a Mm -hmm. sudden, the logistical cost of Rogue doing what it does goes through the roof. Right. And then in addition to that, you might not be able to get away with things like um, saying, hey, American CrossFitters, we have a need for 2000 volunteers to come in and be athlete control, be equipment control Mm -hmm. to, you know, or like the absurd number of U.S. uh, seminar staff who they co-opt as judges And they say, "Okay, your assignment is you're going to the games. They'd have to fly them all to fucking Madrid, you know." So yeah,
0: well, so I think you'll have a much harder time getting away with shit like that if you're not going to pay them, you know. Because most of the times, like all the judges and and athlete control, and you know, more so the bigger crew is like I've I've known people that have gone and do this like um um what's wrong like equipment like they've moved the stuff like okay the the men's heats are done all. The, all the hundred men's barbells that are on the floor need to leave and all the hundred women's barbells need to come out, Yeah, you know, and they're like, they're just rolling plates and moving sleds. And like that whole team is massive. Yeah. And I knew someone who went and they, they, uh, did essentially like equipment control at the 22 games. Yeah. And it's like, what they got was they got, you know, like outfitted in, you know, the, you know, two or three noble shirts that have, you know, like event staff on it, the front and the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got like the noble shirts and like a pair of shorts. and I don't think there was a pair of shoes included, but I could be wrong if 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 I'm absolutely wrong and someone was on this team and they were like, it was way better than this, sure. Please let us know because I could be a thousand percent wrong., yeah. but from what I saw, this is just purely based on his Instagram documenting this whole journey of okay volunteering. okay was you got the you know handful of apparel that said event staff. Um, they like, fed you lunch at at the thing yep. so like it w- while you're going around they're like here's your plate of food yep so you lunch and that was it like the hotel the travel the everything else was on oh him, it's on as you. far as i know well and, and, like, and then you, and, you yeah, your pass yeah, it, gets you, you, you in know,
1: most it, places so like you don't have to you don't have to pay to attend right, the so event you
0: don't have to have right so if you if you're like off you're like you're not responsible for the evening coliseum event you just can just flash your event staff badge yeah. and then you can go in and, and watch the event so that that definitely is you know a a nice perk of being there is you can anytime that you're not working you can't you are free to kind of like have full access to the games and everything that that includes um while you're there and and but still like that's a lot to go and volunteer and spend 12 yeah. hours carrying plates. I don't know if you guys have ever carried plates, but <laughs> like, like carrying, like w- there's a reason that everyone, once you finish the workout, you, you know, you finish Diane, you roll around on the floor, you got 225 loaded on your barbell. You don't strip the plates and carry them. You just roll your barbell back to the stack of plates. Cause you're like, I don't want to carry this shit.
1: See, that's <sighs> the thing though is like for for whatever goddamn reason, that seems to be like a secret trick because I do it at the gym that I'm at every every time. Like I can't remember what it was. We I think it was like it was. What did we do? Push press. It was heavy push press. Two sets of five, three sets of three, five singles. Bill do a heavy single oh, push beautiful. press. It was great, beautiful. great heavy day. Um, oh yeah, and and we. We finish, I, I go for my last set, and I miss because it would have been like a fucking 30-pound PR or some stupid <laughs> goddamn thing. And so I miss it, and I let it drop to the ground I'm like, ah, s- screw this shit. By the way, my hammies are blown up from that workout. I'm amazed. And that's like the only thing that's telling me like I did stuff right is on a heavy push press day, my legs are blown. Yeah. Um, so I… I start yeah, rolling you the you your posterior chain for some hip yeah, extension. exactly. Of... Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was like, oh, good on me. Yeah. Um, and so I, I start yeah. pushing the bar with my feet, you know, and just like rolling it around. Yeah. And I, I had three or four people looking at me like I had six heads. And like they're, yeah. they've already stripped one side and they're like holding a stack of plates and they're watching me roll the watching bar. Watching you just... Yeah, like halfway across the gym and then unload it and you could see the gears turning in their head yeah and they're like what what oh oh oh
0: yeah Yeah. so i've got one this is like if you want to explode people's brains when it comes to fitness this we were doing um it was like a heavy deadlift day and i had an athlete um that would like had been at the gym for a while so not like brand brand new right and they're like you know when you start like getting plates on the bar, you know, sometimes you're like struggling. They're like the crumb rubber ones. So yeah. they don't slide on the floor as well. They like they have some grip there. So what you had is you either like straddle the bar, hook the plate, you kind of like lift up and slide, mm-hmm. yep. but they weren't doing the lift up. And so they, they couldn't quite get as it. heavy bar. Yep. And so they're like, they're having trouble getting plates on the bar. And they're like, Kevin, can you help me with this? I'm like, I'm going to show you. something's going to blow your mind. I grabbed a two and a half pound plate, put it on the floor rolled the bar onto the two and a half, slid the plate on, rolled it off. And I watched as seven people in the room, their brain did a windows 98 update at the same time. And it was just like, yes. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I said that like everyone looked just, just the yeah. amount of smoke coming out of people's ears. They were like, wait a minute. What the fuck did you just do? And I was like, ah, Hey. And so now it, whenever we do a deadlift day, everyone that was in that class, whenever I have them for deadlifts again, they like, they grab their bar, they grab their clips that they need. And they grab one, two and a half pound plate to use as the wet. Way- I was like, yeah. 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 These are the, This is why we get paid the big bucks. It's just these little is, it's absolutely- tips and tricks like that. That's
1: And then, and then if you want to get really fancy, <clears throat> you actually yeah. don't have to use a two and a half pound plate. If you get, if you, if you know how to do it, you can figure out how to roll the plate closest to the interior of the bar onto a spring collar. And then mm. you've got just the spring collar doing it. And you can kind of straddle it so it doesn't go anywhere and then load it on and yeah. then go it off. But then you have zero additional equipment. <clears throat> That's next level. All right. Anyway, so. Next level. We're so close to staying on track. We we we, fucked it up. We saved the getting (laughs)
0: off topic to the middle. We're we're doing great. We're doing great. Wait, side tangent. Yeah.
1: God damn it. All right. So, so, so if the games was going to go, it was going to scale, right. And they were going to go, and this is a thing that has been talked about for a decade. They're, it's an incredible cost to have international athletes come only to America and for the American athletes to basically be like fucking awesome, great. Um
0: yeah.
1: it if we were gonna scale, part of the things that they would there would yep. be a lot to figure out, you know, how are you gonna get rogue equipment overseas is rogue going to be the provider because does it make logistical sense to send equipment overseas and so then who's the provider and that's like a whole other question the judges are all staff if you're not going to fly them who are the judges does that open the possibility for like a certified judging program and so like basketball officials or baseball officials you are a professional umpire or a professional ref could you be a professional functional fitness judge. It's a whole, a whole yep. fucking rabbit hole that exists, There's but a lot in that. <clears throat> yes. And so the, so it starts with though, if you're going to do that, if you're really going to make it international, you almost have to take it out of the hands of CrossFit and maybe I'm wrong. I, I I'd love to see yeah. like, you know, nope. and that's not yeah. to say that CrossFit shouldn't be involved, <clears throat> but I don't, I don't know that they can be in charge of it.
0: Right. So I uh, yeah, or or what would need to maybe what would need to maybe happen is if they were gonna stay in full control of it, like nope, this is our baby, we're gonna do it. Fine. But then I think that there needs to be a team of people that's more than just Dave and Boz hmm. that are responsible for the sport side of things. Because you have Dave is the um, Justin, Justin Burke. Justin Burke is the, out. I, director of – he's out. He's done. Yeah. Um, I don't know where he went, but he's done. And so Dave is – as Justin's job, which I forget the title, but we're say like the director of sports. I think it is and director then, of sport. Director of sport. And then Adrian Bosman is the director of the games. Mm-hmm. So um, how are those two different? I don't know. But um, – It's just those two kind of like as the division of sports and then you have people that are allotted to like, you know, CrossFit training and all the certificate programs and then people that are like more run the affiliate side like Austin and, you know, you've got the team running cap and all that fun stuff. And it's like a relatively, for like what people might assume is the scale of CrossFit, it's a relatively small team that's trying to handle everything. And I think if they, wa- if they wanted to keep control of the games and scale it to the we're going to go international with this thing, I think you'd have similar to how we've seen a split between like CrossFit as a sport and CrossFit as a methodology. Yes. I think you'd have CrossFit HQ and then the CrossFit Games team yeah. like that. That becomes because your whole year would be trying to set up logistically. I mean, mm-hmm. the amount of time it takes to figure out, okay, who's the equipment. I mean, everything that's it. you know, rewind the podcast four minutes, play it back real slow as Sam's mm-hmm. going through all the logistics of just one part, trying to make oh, it international. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's that's such a process. And if anyone that's may or may not be listening, any of our tens of listeners <laughs> have read Dave Castro's book about outlining his process of making the 2017 games. Have you read it, Sam?
1: I haven't yet. That's one of the things that's on my list.
0: It's, like it gives a really good, I I didn't really understand the scope or scale at which running the games mm-hmm. existed and like what that took until I read that book and Dave outlined. Ev- it was literally like, I have an idea for a workout. Like the idea for an event just pops into his head for like mm-hmm. at the games. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, he writes it on a sticky note and slaps on the wall idea. There it right. goes. And he like starts to fabricate the structure, of everything once he has a handful of ideas he's like okay i want this theme to carry through mm-hmm. from the open so that's where he like you know in 2017 in the open was like the year of the dumbbell so we right, had right, 17.1 right. which was a dumbbell snatchbury box jump over 18.2 was the toe to bar bar muscle up dumbbell walking lunge and power clean with a pair of dumbbells and then regionals in 2017 was exclusively dumbbells there was not a barbell in sight yeah. it was awesome yeah but so like that theme kind of carried with the dumbbells and then um so he like likes those themes and these evolutions of things to kind of you know take place throughout the open the regionals and the games and how he thinks about it and like he'd get on the phone with bill henniger and be like hey bill i have an idea for an event is it is there any way possible you can make this piece of equipment do this and yeah. Bill says, let me get back to you. And yeah. he hops into the lab over there and they're like, then so he calls Dave back and goes, well, I can't make it do this, but I can make something like this, do that. And Dave goes, let me get back to you. And right. he starts playing with events and like movements. And he's like, well, what if I program this in here, Bill, can you like, let's meet, can you make this do this, but also this? And he's like, mm-hmm. let me get back to you, you know, and they're going back and forth. And so the like making of the event would sometimes hinge on can rogue build something to facilitate it sure and so like once it all came into thing then he's like okay i can do this event then dave starts like tweaking and the amount of times that he has people test an event is yeah. stupid I he's bet. like Th- this this is the event i have the idea and i want it to take exactly 13 minutes and 20 seconds and he says this in the book like i has no exact time i wanted to take the exact stimulus so you have someone do it, it took 14 minutes nope so he'd tweak the loading a little bit, take 10 pounds off the bar and take two reps off each movement. Right. Just try it again. Oh, it took 13 minutes and 17 seconds. Still not perfect. Tweak it again. And so I remember there was a bit in the book where he was talking about having a, because James didn't compete that year, Hobart yeah. and like having James test events. And he like over the course of a three day weekend that James flew out, he made James test the same event, like four or five different times. Gross. over the weekend, Just to Gross. like, yeah it's so gross but he's like that was the idea of like how meticulous the designing of the games was and if you haven't sure. read dave's book go mm. read it because it will really you'll sit there and go holy shit and then once you've read the book come back and listen to this and <laughs> you'll be like hold like this is such an operation yeah to try and like haul anyways all right there's so, so much that goes into the games and trying to scale it
1: Huge logistical hurdle. And so this is this is the this is the reason why the Olympic location gets picked a decade ahead of time. Because yes. it takes that fucking long. They also like they literally build a city for the Olympics. There's yeah. that too, but that's neither here They're, nor there. You know, we're, okay. we're not here to make that. So anyway, so all of this we are talking about like issues involved in scaling and Faron reaches out to me and she's like, Have you heard of the IF3? And mm. I had heard of the I F three, but only peripherally. Um, Same. and leave it to my, leave it to my European counterparts to basically like knock me upside the head and be like, Hey, stupid American, like open your fucking eyes. This is and a metric so, system. <clears throat> <you>
0: see, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. for That would be system. awesome. If they, uh, if this just short little ideas, if they moved the games internationally, would they start measuring things in kilograms? Oh. And that would just, could you imagine, but, like, I, this is not to throw Noah Olsen under the bus. He's just the first American CrossFit that's sure. talking to my head. Like, Noah Olsen And he's like a golden retriever. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, Noah rocks up the bar, and they're like, All "Right, this event is, you know, 2159 of deadlifts at 102 kilos. And you just, again, Windows 98 He goes, <laughs> fuck, what's 102 kilos? <laughs> <laughs> so just. It, because I could see that being a thing. Like you go to do an event, it's in kilos, and you're like, I don't know how fucking heavy that is. So you don't know how to pace it now because yeah. you don't the number doesn't, you know, it doesn't compute I, because I mean, remember only years ago, in, you know, freedoms per eagle. I so. agree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Tomahawk missiles per per <laughs> Abrams tank. Um Yeah. <laughs> so uh. so so the IF three. So th- this is what the rest of this going to be like. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the IF3 and trying to figure out like yeah. is this a thing? Um, mm-hmm. it, so I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share my screen. We're gonna bop back and forth <clears throat> as cool. we do a bunch of different bits. So yeah, the I IF3 is the International Functional Fitness Federation. So there's three Fs, mm-hmm. hence IF3. Let me yep. do a little bit of the sharing here. Present. Um, share screen.
0: When you were telling me about this, that when you're like, let's talk about the IF3, I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, and you were right. like, it's international fitness. So I was like, okay, I'd heard of that, I just did not, you know, act hooligan in. these hooligan youths. We are hooligan
1: youths. All right, so the IF3 so this is providing yeah. international leadership structure and resources to fuel the growth of functional fitness as a sport, as well as enrich the experience and safety of its worldwide participants. So, right off the whack, it's got the bullshit jargon that you know of like if you think of like yeah. the ioc the international yeah. olympic committee like good on you guys you're saying all yeah. the right things yeah. um you're saying all I, stuff it means nothing absolutely and <laughs> like that's not in any way to knock this like this is not because it's international or anything like that it's it's just like this is the stuff that like large organizations put on a website yeah. um I three is a nonprofit, so it's a nonprofit, independent, international governing body. Is the IOC a nonprofit?
0: Is the IOC, I, I, like, a... I honestly don't know.
1: The you IOC know is a nonprofit organization. That's amazing.
0: I had no idea. You oh, learn okay. something new every day.
1: Apparently, wow. Okay, so <clears throat> governing body for functional fitness as a competitive sport, uh, provide leadership structure and resources. That's interesting. Um. Our mission is to promote and grow, blah, blah, blah. We ultimately aim to create a pathway to competitive functional fitness to be included in the
0: Olympic Games. Wow. Wait a minute. Like, hold up. Wait a minute. What? Hank. Would that would be absolutely fucking wild. Could you like how I don't even Well, because here's the thing is like I don't. My brain just so, did a Windows 98 update as hang well. Hang on, hang I, on, I, hang on. Go ahead. So,
1: you, I don't know that you
0: can. Well, so, so that's what I'm saying. Well, but where my head went is, because in my head, immediately, I was like, functional fitness had, like, again, I would just use the CrossFit games, because I think functional yes. fitness would, I just saw like a weightlifting thing, like Masters and Worlds, like, so I think mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. IF3 might include, you know, like uh, Olympic weightlifting. Um, uh, it, but, it does everything. Yeah. Okay, so that's yes. It's it's so, crossfit. <laughs> yeah. Um so for crossfit I'm like the games is multiple different events. Mm-hmm. And I'm like how would they be able to have multiple different events be an event at right? the Olympics. <laughs> but then my brain but then my brain went fucking track and field. Like that's the same <laughs> sport multiple events. Now for a track and field team you have different. Hold on, I know you're like the gears are grinding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I'll tell you where I'm going with this. You have for track and field, you have multiple athletes that perform each event, and like mm-hmm. occasionally you'll have the same athlete, like Usain Bolt, does the 100 and the 200 because he just happens to be your best at both. Right. So something like that, but that like you have your 100 meter runners, you have your 200 meter runners, you have your 400, 800 mile, uh, two mile. Right long jump broad jump javelin like you have all these events that fall under the bucket of track and field similar idea with crossfit oh, no. you have all these different events could you make it a, like you have a u.s team and noah Olson goes and does your thruster muscle up and then matt fraser goes and does your it's row and hand it's olympic walk. grid league that's what exactly that's it's I'm Olympic league. It. No, go it. no, no, don't go there. No, I don't like Grid League. I didn't say that like <laughs> uh, but so you could do it as like you have a team doing like, you know, each person does their uh, event. Yeah, I can not that. say because well, but Grid League was bonkers. So I'm like, Grid they were like
1: fucking bonkers. It's were, still like, bonkers.
0: You know, it is like the Florida Grid League is out of control. They're like, all right, how many parts of your body can you touch to a pull up bar in one movement? <laughs> Seven triple, fucking
1: triple touch. Yeah.
0: Yeah and so like that so i don't agree with that part of it but like the structure of not like in terms of the events but the structure of you have of a team of athletes and then you have your one or two athletes to do each event yeah could be an interesting whatever or it's the same idea like it has multiple events same as track and field does it's just you like one athlete does all it's like a decathlon like one athlete does all the tests and then you see who like same idea cuz the decathlon tests multiple different events with the same athlete trying to like who's the best athlete out of those guys so it would be a similar idea right i and just and I'd, that
1: i that might my, be the decathlete is the best is per, is in my opinion the best option right um yeah. or gymnastics like i believe on a on a on an olympic level gymnastics team Every member does everything, right? Right. So they each perform. Yes. A vault, a floor routine, a beam, a whatever. Um, it, it. I think it would mean, if that happened, hypothetical, yeah. right? Yeah. But you, major
0: hypothetical. bill
1: oh, so hypothetical, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking smoke and mirrors, hypothetical. Um, yeah. It would end up having to be like a decathlon. So you'd have a functional fitness event. The functional fitness event would be like a decathlon where it's a, it's a, it's an umbrella event of multiple smaller events. You'd have couplets, triplets, major lift, gymnastics, endurance, whatever. Yep. It would be in the end of the teams. Mm -hmm. Teams would no longer be a thing because you'd have a team of individuals. You can't have a team of teams, Mm -hmm. right? Right. It's not bobsled, you know? Right. um and it, it's a it's a novel concept because what it does is it takes the the lift off of the shoulders of the if3 you get it to a certain size and then it gets engulfed by the Olympics yeah and so like as a logistical hurdle it's um, they don't have to solve all the problems right. So it's a novel concept. They just have to get it big enough and popular yep. enough for it to be absorbed. Or yep. for there to be a pathway to include Olympic, whatever, whatever. Um I still think it's a it's a colossal goddamn logistical hurdle. But oh, a like, thousand
0: percent. That would be yeah. incredibly difficult to get it to that point. But um that would be as that would be absolutely wild but in a similar thing if it was like it wipes kind of a team competition because you can't have a team of teams it takes yep. the teams off the table yep same thing as we were just talking about earlier in the podcast like the community would rise up and and mayhem would program like a the major team event for the year and right. all that fun stuff so like something would evolve and move and yada yada, yada. but um okay my brain has calmed down from that explosion uh, for real yeah all right so <laughs>
1: we serve to provide rules, movement standards, safety protocols, blah blah blah, training for judges, that's interesting. Wow. Um so there's a there's worlds, which is their big event, I would assume, right? So there's tests yep. for IF3 masters and juniors worlds, right? So apparently if I go up here events themselves there's worlds. Let's go to worlds. <clears throat> Let's see what this says. Um that's not what i wanted you to do oh it's a separate web page share this tab here we go so now we've got i have three worlds um it's in oslo hey yay norway cool there we go venue officials there's an athlete hotel hotel. right test categories
0: hey look that's a worm (laughs) but it wasn't made by rogue
1: uh you're right it's comp something yeah know. can't read that but <clears throat> can't read it. Uh, competitive programming in an IF3 medley cell competitions follows the following methodology. Tests are known in characteristics, i.e., categories or capacities being tested stay constant, but are unknown in demand, i.e., actual movements, Ooh. repetitions, load time, domains being tested change at each competition. Interesting.
0: So each event is like the chaos event of the games where they're like, hey, you walk out in the field, you can see a box and a skier, and you're like, yours going to go.
1: Well, it's it's probably more it's probably more like you know you're gonna do uh, a Metcon triplet gymnastics weightlifting yep. monostructure right um, yep. you don't know anything else about it though and uh, tests like, are created with the, go exactly or yeah tests are created with the intention of allowing athletes perform maximum potential t- tests for the world championship are initially created by the programming committee so they got a committee <laughs> All tests themselves are then performed and tested for safely. Good, I would fucking hope so. Final testing protocol for competition sent to board of directors. So oh, that's another thing I want to look at as board of directors. Oh All right, so the individual medley is- two Body weight, endurance, three. strength,
0: skill, yeah, mixed, uh, power.
1: In, in, in. Okay, so capacities tested are endurance, strength, body weight, skill, mixed, and power. Interesting. Brief so the mix
0: would be like the Metcon. Everything else would be like an individual, almost kind of like a grid test where like for, for skill, it's like, you're going to do a hundred chest of pull-ups for time type deal. Right. And, and for, for power, and... it'd be more like a sled push or a yoke carry or something in that regard. And body weight would just be, you know, I don't know. Right. She's rope climbing. So how many rope climbs can you do in eight minutes? Right. So strength this is
1: body weight movement paired with aerobically challenging movement, skill or strength work with weights. So this is your, your max efforts, whatever. Yep. Um, Skill is pacing, range of motion, skill and core control. So they're probably doing L-sits and shit. Um, L-sits and. next is your classic couple of triplet, it sounds like. Yeah. It tests the athlete's ability to transition between movements perform movement variations, control, pacing Um, and then power. This test contains a lot of work to be performed in a short amount of time. So this is work capacity. Yeah. Um, Usually less than five minutes. And then there's a team wow. variation, okay. Team medley, so they got two mixed operations and a strategy. Mm. Requires the team to formulate a unique plan in order to finish movements fastest. Interesting. So it's a choose your own adventure. Mm. Um, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back over here. I'm gonna share this tab. I'm gonna close this tab because what I want to know now is, is so that's uh, that's worlds and like that sounds yeah. cool. They had a, you know, let's look at the euros here.
0: There was—I'm pretty sure I saw a thing like uh, maybe last year, yeah. Where there was a CrossFit athlete that was kind of like a fringe Games level athlete. You know, they'd like been to the Games one year, missed for two years, been to the Games the next year. As female athlete yeah. that I can't remember her name, but I remember seeing a post that like she went from kind of being this fringe like Games level athlete and then went and competed in the IF3 World Championships and won. Huh. And I was like, go figure.
1: Well, I mean, it tells you it tells you where the currently, at least where the best in the sport are putting their efforts. Um, Yeah. All right. So check this out. Okay, so prelim test. This is your endurance test. Two rounds from time. 20 minute cap. 75 double unders. 750 meter row. 750 meter run. Interesting. Test two. So this is a preliminary test, individual, final individual test. <clears throat> so test two, five minutes to find a max snatch, hang snatch, overhead squat complex. Ooh. Ooh. It's kind of spicy. Yep. Um, Three rounds for time. 12 or 10 pull-ups. I already don't like that, but that's not uh, right yep, there. I'm... I Okay. Six-meter handstand
0: Six. walk. And that's where all the American athletes go. What the fuck is a meter? Right? It's
1: it's like twenty feet. Um, so six right legged pistols. Six. Le- I I love how the Europeans are like, yeah, let's just say the word pistol, and the Americans are like, no, 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 it's offensive. We have to say single leg squat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just
1: hilarious because like, this is America. The, yeah. the Second Amendment is fucking enshrined in the Constitution and nobody wants to say pistol. But the Europeans are like, well, you can't even look at a firearm without a, a writ sealed from our king. But we'll just write the word pistol. Um, yeah. Pistols and a handstand meter into two rounds for time. Oh, dang. OK. Uh, chest oh, pull wow. ups, fewer reps, eight meter handstand yep. walk, Longer six handstand and six. Walk. Yep. Into one round, eight and six bar muscle ups. Ten meter handstand walk, six, six, ten meter handstand walk. That's pretty slick. I like that.
0: Time cap twelve minutes. That's spicy. You're moving right along. That's you're. You got to be like on all unbroken everything. You're basically going like 20, 30, 40 foot handstand walk,
1: roughly. Well, it's you have to do all of this in a minute. If you were going to hit the cap, because it's three rounds, two rounds, and one round, right?
0: Yeah. So that's so that's, you'd that's, have to do all of that. Six rounds all put together in a twelve-minute cap, so you're you're allowed two minutes per round, roughly.
1: Hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, two minutes per round, um, which is better. That's that's better than I thought it was. Yeah, why, are still, moving. why are they splitting? Why are they splitting? I don't know. I, I'm not going to find out. They're not going to tell. Don't me. Ask me. I don't, don't ask me. Uh, special regs, uh, AMRAP six minutes. Forward roll to support on rings. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow. Sam's all in now. Sam's all in. I have three for life, baby. Well, it's also like what? a What a co-
1: also? Oh, fuck. Kettlebell get ups get fucked. Oh, man. A,
0: like a Turkish get up.
1: Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> so kettlebell like with 53 fucking pounds in your hand oh. from ground to standing and return. That's, you know, two on the right side, two on the left side. And then you drop that kettlebell. You go to a heavier kettlebell. And so this one's 82 kilo, 80, 82, 82 pounds, uh, 10 meter right hand carry, 10 meter left hand carry in the, on that forward roll to support on rings. I bet you I, I would love to see the absurdly small number of CrossFit Games athletes who can do a forward roll to support. Um, is that
0: is that starting from a support or like starting from the bottom of the rings? Like you uh, jump up in there, you're like from a hang.
1: So movement standards document. Cause
0: then, I don't know then, how then, you would do that. Like in my brain, I cannot conceptualize how you'd go from a hang, do a forward roll of some sort and then end up in a support. But I'd understand like if you were already in a support, how you could like forward roll back into support.
1: Yeah. Let me, um, I lost my thing. pre arms. <throat> uh, so it says move standards for complete moving standards for entries, forward roll, blah, 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 And kettlebell and, here. Yeah. Which I did. And then did it brought me over here. One?
0: Is it like, new it, movement? there's nothing there. Interesting. Oh, you have to download the thing. Scroll down.
1: Oh. you have to download
0: the whole book because the book has all the movements they're going to use.
1: Right, okay.
0: Okay. Oh, so we're doing it. All right, we're, can you just all search All
1: 155 pages. Standards, forward roll on ranks. Okay, rep start vertical support. So you're starting in the support position. Okay, so you
0: start, okay. gotcha. Yep,
1: <clears throat> rep end vertical support. Rep requirements, and what's it show me for? Vertical support is defined as fully supported on hands above equipment typically horizontal bar or rings elbows fully extended yeah baby chest up back straight body weight is not supported with any parts other than the hands easy i.e resting trunk on the bar
0: okay by that movement standard none of the uh pullovers at the games counted just saying
1: oh none none of them (laughs) um complete 360 rotation around the rings go from rep start to rep end in one fluid motion
0: so at no point can you like stop and like fidget yourself to like get into a it has to be like from here right. into your roll land back here wow thems be some strict standards
1: well i mean so across uh, uh, the gymnastics staff we've talked about this for a long time is like the, the concept of enforcing virtuosity in a competition, it'd be very difficult to do, right? You'd have to have uh, like, so uh, a good example would be, um, a man test, right? Mm -hmm. Parallel bars, full, full top parallel bar support on one side, elbow supination, straight arm lockout, one strict dip, straight arm traverse across the parallel bars to the other side, one strict dip then yep. reverse straight on traverse to your starting position, two strict dips, four, mm. two, return three, three, four, four, five, five. It needs to be it done as un- far as you unbroken. Oh, that's called a man. You test.
0: like do you, you just keep going after five or not. No, it's it, it's, it's like, like, it's like, like a, it's like a body of work impossible.
1: done for
0: time. Um, Oh, or, I like, so how quickly can you get, to five and five
1: but the but the but the qualifier is you have to retain straight arm lockout the entire time so like you can't like a lot of people if you watch like uh p bar elizabeth from the games two years they're like they're hunched over like shoulders roll forward, trap dominant elbows flaring out and shit like that none of that they're they're just
0: like they're just like muscling there they're like all right um i've I've never done this need to figure out how to do this and it like just my triceps and shoulders are strong enough that i can like kind of like you know, turtle, turtle shell back my way down the, down the thing and make it happen.
1: Exactly that. All right. So this is very interesting. I love that. I love the, the notion of this, like it, I, I, now I want to, now I want to go back and I want to like see it done and like, see yeah. what the, see what the stuff was. All right. So I'm on,
0: like, you can, you can probably do it a little YouTube and like, just be like, I have three forward roll. Exactly. i
1: have three test four yeah youtube
0: test four um,
1: on the youtube youtube f3 test
0: four i'm three. sure like some some video of it exists somewhere
1: oh yeah for sure uh
0: and i'm sure it'll be the opposite of the grid league whereas like they're like you're gonna do one Fucking perfect forward roll, yeah, and and then some dips as part of your test. Whereas like grid leagues, like do seventy two for time. You don't need to lock out. Just try not to throw up as you're rotating around the rings. Uh
1: it's hard to hard to find it.
0: Um, Maybe it doesn't exist yet. Maybe these are the events for this year and that. No, hasn't this happened is yet.
1: this is last year's. Um, this oh. Is the, This is the euros, 2023 euros. Okay. Uh, So I have three Euro 2023. Let's do this. Um, Hi, buddy. You. I have my my co-star right here. Maybe it maybe it hasn't happened. Maybe I'm going crazy. It's we're really close to the end of the year. European Championship. Euros. Prelims. When is it? That's what I want to know is when <laughs> can um, we
0: find a date of when the competition yeah, is no. any, All right.
1: any Anytime, anytime. Um, well, anyway, so OK, so so these are I'm going to call these absolutely legit and like, you know, you know, I wasn't really worried about that, but at the same time, you know, um, yeah, you never fucking know. Um, so. Obviously, they've got technical officials, Um, judges, French and Finnish, office training and certification for international TOs along a pathway ranging from Class 1 to Class 3. So, Class 1 TO is an entry-level ITO pathway. Officials must meet the initial qualification before they begin the testing required to learn the designation. Testing requirements To become a class 1 TO, include a written test, in-person evaluation. Both must be passed within 18 months of each other. (whistles) Class 2 officials are receiving special training regarding judging team competitions and judging youth athletes. TOs must complete the class 2 education course, pass the written test, and pass an in-person eval. Class 3 officials, specially trained to serve as head TOs, handle appeals, and evaluate other TOs complete Mm. the education course, pass the test and do an in-person eval. Interesting. Wow. So they've got like a whole plan for how to and then license for like their
0: referees and judges. Yes. And and one thing to note is it's not just rock up to the event with a can do attitude and a cup of coffee.
1: (laughs) Although (laughs) we applaud the volunteers. Oh,
0: so much like the volunteers go through so much. And we've said multiple times on this podcast how hard being a judge at the games is or being uh-huh. a judge at any of the events. Like if you're a judge at Wadapalooza yeah. and you're like, all right, I'm going to judge some athletes. And you're like, they're like, they're like, Sam, you're in lane six. And you're like, all right, lane six. I so like, I got my clipboard. I'm ready to go. And yep. you're like, line up in lane six, the athletes come out. You're like, I wonder who I'm judging today. And then into your lane walks, Matt Fraser and you go Rrr. like, then, <laughs> you know, you, are you going to no know rep him for most people? Probably not. Right. Um, So, it's like, Ooh. that's just, it's super hard. Like we've talked about how difficult it is to to judge. Um, but I think this is something, you know, to Andrew Hiller's credit where he's like, if you're going to make this a legitimate sport, you also need legitimate judges yeah, doing the thing, you know, to, to hold the standard because they'll be like, here's the standard brief. And then they'll have someone like James Hobart demo it. Who's like the best mover in CrossFit. And then you watch it happen at the games and you're like, that doesn't look like this
1: well so this is the president of the IF3 okay um so her name is Gretchen uh, Kittleberger, right oh yeah her, yep do you know her or yeah. you know of her yeah cool like do you know her or just no, like you've no, heard like, of I her i just
0: i just have heard of her so like okay. she's a known she's a known name in in my head Okay. Like cool. when you popped up the picture and I saw her name I was like I I actually know who that is. I right. don't actually know her as a, you know, as a as colleague a or a person or yeah. Um she's fit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 looking at this so she's went to the games uh 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. Yep. Um she's I mean, I don't know if this is still accurate but like yeah, 840 Helen. Woo. You got a a 159 yeah. Grace.
0: Yeah, two twenty-seven Fran. Yeah, you got a two thirty clean and jerk, two eighty back squat,
1: forty-seven max unbroken pull-ups. Like dude, that's that's Pretty legit. Solid. That's yeah, that's real fucking so, solid. And like that's what you hope from. Right like yeah, <clears throat> so like cool, very cool. Um, share this tab. So this is the this this is where I got this. The executive board for the IF3. Right, I've got Gretchen yep. Kittleberger from the US, Anders Berman from Sweden, Mel Robinson from Australia, and Brenton Stone. I'm gonna Google Brenton. We're gonna pop on over here. I
0: wouldn't be shocked if all of these people at some way, shape, or form had competed in CrossFit and then they started this to try and like do a a better way.
1: Well if you go by Brenton's um CrossFit Games history, the last time Mm -hmm. he did the open was twenty thirteen. Um and I suppose it's possible he's been trying to get the IF3 off the ground for 10 years, and so he's too busy to do the Open.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know, too busy. Do, the, doing the Open takes about 15 minutes of your life once a week.
1: I am as fit as this human, just judging by this. He's he's me fit.
0: There you go. I mean, listen, so if, if we got a second Captain America running around.
1: Anders <laughs> <laughs> Andersperman. Let's check it out. I feel, like I feel like I feel like
0: I've heard that name before. Sweden, probably not. Not not that there can't be multiple Anders Berman's, but um, so he does he does exist in the CrossFit space because he has a sure games he profile.
1: Yep, he's relatively active, certainly recently. Um, loading, loading, loading. twenty eighteen. Okay, uh, one twenty kg back. 110 clean and jerk, 80 snatch, 70 kg deadlift, 330 fran, three minute grace. Oh, wait.
0: Se- seventy kg deadlift?
1: Uh one seventy kg.
0: Okay. That makes more I was like I was like, wait a minute. I'm like seventy kg is, is like hundred and fifty-four pounds. Right. Um not to judge but that doesn't line up with like what the rest of his stats are. Right. Um it's like that the math isn't mathing. Homie hasn't pulled a deadlift in ten years. Right.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> um I, all right. all right. So we've got some, some definite, um, I didn't switch the thing. That's fine. Um, and then Mel Robinson. Let's find out who this person is. Bump. Mm-mm. Mel Robinson CrossFit and we'll do this. Cool. Benchmark She got a, she got a profile, but that's it. Um, yep. so the, so we've got a, we've got a foundation, right? A bunch of people were apparently very um, passionate about this to work on it, right? they got an ethics committee, athlete committee, gender equality, um, medical committee, health and safety. There is an adaptive committee. um, So they're working toward achieving compliance of Paralympic standards, Mm. programming committee, and a technical committee. Okay.
0: Can I join the programming committee? I'm sure they are. Um, the
1: <laughs> IF3 files a nine ninety n postcard each year to the IRS. A search in the forms by tax-exempt organizations provided on the IRS website. Let's go to the IRS website. Um,
0: no, don't this go tells us The so IRS they I mean...
1: for, they, But they are. Tax-exempt organization <clears throat> search. Uh, da, 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 additional. Uh, so let's do the tax-exempt organization search. Um, search tool. Search for a tax-exempt organization. Search all uh, EIN. Do we have an EIN number? That would be helpful. We no don't. You just search so the I'm not going to organization name. name. Um, National Functional Fitness Federation. And go button. Okay i have three headquartered out of sterling virginia and they just want me to print it all right i'll print it fine (laughs) all right fine (laughs) details
0: you want me to jump through your hoop you weren't expecting me to jump through your hoop but i did
1: this isn't it's going to want me to do a bunch of things i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fuck with that shit we don't need to go Um, that far down the rabbit. i don't need to go down so this is this is obviously like you know they've they're taking this seriously and they're trying to yeah. to do things um <clears throat> I think the 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 bigger questions are and, and and to be fair we went into this blind we yeah. had really no idea what the hell we were looking at so yeah. I like the concept of an international body right mm-hmm. I like the concept of um how do I want to say this? I like the concept of detaching it, if we want it to scale from CrossFit. I think that's a mm-hmm. necessary evil. I think, I, think, so. I think they have some huge logistical and um, financial and organizational hurdles to overcome.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be interesting to see not only what happens in the coming months as they make announcements and updates for this upcoming game season and yes. what changes may arise from that, but I also think that the next 5 years of what happens in competitive CrossFit yeah. will feature changes maybe not the same changes but changes at the same level of maybe discomfort as 2019 where a Mm. lot of people are just like whoa you know like who would have seen this coming and i'll tell you who saw it coming these two guys (laughs) calling it right now calling it calling it right now that three years from now when all this stuff gets announced like we're gonna just blast this podcast episode all over the interwebs and be Mm. like Called it three years ago, I'll, yeah. we'll take our royalties, thanks CrossFit.
1: Yeah, we gotta figure out the payment structure on that one.
0: We do, because we're just giving away gold ideas right now, and just like, you know, yeah. dictating the direction of the company, really. Yeah. Savon
1: likes but, to say he's the CEO, but we're the power behind the throne. Um, yeah, that's it. I, so I, I love, so shout out to Farron McKay for, um, yeah, kind of pointing us in this direction. This, it was a nice little rabbit hole for us to go down. Yeah. Um, like a lot of things, I think the biggest problem is going to be the fact that the majority of CrossFitter CrossFitters, I think are Americans, um, yep. or at least right now, or at least I, the, the opinion and ego of yeah. the American CrossFitter is yep. going to be a, one of the hurdles they're going to have to overcome.
0: Um, but at the same time, like to try and move things in the direction they want. You know, similar as kind of bringing it back to this year at the games, they might get rid of any divisions that aren't elite individuals or teams. Yeah. Sometimes to move in the right direction, what yes. will over the long term be the right direction? You got to piss some people off in the short term.
1: Um, right. It's 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 like any culture shift, right? You an organization has to decide the direction they want to go, and based on their their core values yep. and their actions, that determines who their avatar client is, right? Yep. You can't come at it the other way around or you'll end up being like, you know, if it's like a business standpoint, it's like, well, my avatar client is anybody with a wallet, right? <laughs> that's you're just you're that's just dangerous gonna, that well unless you're Amazon and then your job well, is sure. literally giving everybody everything they want, you know, yeah, most people don't have the ability to do that. And if you remember back to the early days of Amazon, that's not what it was, nope. you know, it was like an extension of a bookshop that was online. Yep. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think that they've got some very interesting notions. I, I'm going to have to like dig in and follow what they're doing. I just wish there was more coming from them. And so like, I want to go back and watch some of the stuff. Uh, I'm going to have to tune in and watch some of the events for the worlds, the European, uh, the Asian uh, championships and like, just see what it looks like. Um, Yeah. I think that would be, I think what might
0: happen is we, you know, we're like, we haven't seen anything from them. Like we don't know much about them, but Mm -hmm. then now that you've like Google searched that once, like the little FBI agent in your phone is just like going to town, yeah. just like I'm gonna sound, Here's an ad. Here's an ad. If three everywhere, and so yeah. now all you're gonna see and hear is if three stuff, and you'd be like, wow, this is actually like a really robust, and that like these guys are on top of it. Maybe probably um, probably that would I I wouldn't be shocked if that was if that was the case. Well, well that, it's that just, is how you know, the same thing is. Oh. You know, you you say. Toyota Camry once, then all you see driving around and parked and things is all of a sudden you own a Toyota Camry. You're like, what the heck?
1: I had a, I had an, so we're over the hour, but, um, (laughs) at some point when we're not over the hour, I'll explain how those things work and why it's not somebody spying on you and why they don't. Yeah. Um, well, this is fun. And again, thank you for for pointing us in this direction. Um, final thoughts before we, before we kick off and go do other things with our lives.
0: I think the next five years in the sport of—I'll say the sport of functional fitness—and you know, not just CrossFit, but I think the next the next five years of the sportses of functional fitness are probably going to blow everyone's minds. I think mm-hmm. it's going to start to take some interesting turns that maybe nobody but us predicted. So, not nobody sport. but us, but I'll I'll give us a credit for it already. Uh, I
1: I know for a fact there are some other people talking about it and mm-hmm. none of them are american so that part is funny yeah. to me um yeah final thoughts Forward fucking support on to forward roll to support on rings like if they brought that one goddamn event into the games yeah. a shit ton of people would be borked so yeah i i well, think that, that would was, be you know,
0: hilarious i think it'd be hilarious because it'd probably be the same thing as the uh ring handstand push up at the games in 2016 where it's just like how arched can i make my spine and like yeah. just lock my elbows out yeah um Hilarious. which would look terrible but you know it is what it is yeah
1: all right well thank you everybody for playing along uh hope you have a great weekend and into the next week and kevin take care of yourself sir and uh, you as well we'll see everybody on the flip side
0: bye bye oh yeah